Welcome to She Grows. We're here to walk through topics that we all deal with in everyday life. I'm Danielle Doss. And I'm Jen Matthews. And we are here to arm you with the hope and peace that comes straight from the gospel. We're going to leave out the fluff and chase down the truth. So whether you're driving, doing laundry, working out, we hope you find truth and encouragement. Let's grow together. Hey, Danielle. <laughs> hey, bud. Hey. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So... We're doing a series this month. I'm so excited about yes. it. Yeah. So we just did a little mini series on prayer, and here yes. we are with another series. Like, what are we right now? Mm. Pastors. <laughs> That's what we are. Yeah. <laughs> Organized. Well I, well, I don't know about that, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're working for it. Working for it. Yeah. This one's going to be so cool, though. We have taken four women in the Bible. Yes. We're going to be talking about women in the Bible this month. Yes. And... We almost used the word favorites, but we had to take that out because we mm-hmm. can't possibly just pick four. But we're talking about four different women this month that really inspired us. Right. We tried to not pick the ones that might be likely. Yeah. So you're not going to hear us read about the ones that you're probably familiar with, like maybe Ruth or mm-hmm. Mary or mm-hmm. Esther or anyone like that. So we are. these are the women that you may just kind of even skim over. Mm-hmm. In scripture, but my gosh, what a story they have! They're to tell. so good, and we are starting with a banger. Like, yes, yes, this is so good. We're talking about Deborah today. Yes, and you know, we just came off of our prayer. Uh, what is it? What are the we? Twenty-one just, days? No, no, like the, uh, the podcast. Pre- <laughs> What we're doing now? Oh, no, oh, but like the series—that's the word. This is going to yeah. be real special. Y'all bear with us. But it's awesome because we're talking. We were talking. Our last one was about hearing God mm-hmm. and enter Deborah. Yeah, who hears the Lord. And yes. So I'm so excited oh. to just talk about her. Yeah. And her time in history and how we can even pull from her. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to start out hearing her story in the Bible. It's in Judges four and five. Yes. And Danielle, give us the. Give us the Cliff Notes version. Yeah, and, and let's be. Uh, I'm. I, this is my confession. I love all things history. Ah. I did a major deep dive. Like I want to know all the ins and outs. And I also understand that's not everyone. And we also don't have a whole lot of time on the podcast <laughs> to get into all that. So, um, if that is you, like dig in because this is yeah. incredible. And there are so many different things. But we are going to try to talk about the highlights here. And um, all right, let's read. <laughs> okay, so in Judges. Uh, there's a woman. Her name's Deborah. She's the wife of Lapidoth. Sure. Uh, she was a prophet who was judging Israel at the time. She would sit under the palm of De- Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in the hill country of Ephraim. And the Israelites would go to her for judgment. And so here's Deborah getting ready because she's got this charge, this word from the word Lord. From God, yeah. Get ready. And uh, she's given the instructions. God gives her the instructions for the battle. And so her sidekick, Barak, told her, said, um, hey, I will go do all of these things, all this that you've told me to go and do, but mm-hmm. I don't want to go alone. Mm-hmm. And so Deborah concedes, basically, in scripture, said, mm-hmm. very well. She replied, I will go with you, but you will receive no honor in this venture for the Lord's victory over Caesarea will be at the hands of a woman. Which is, I'm like, okay, tell me so more. Deborah went with him. So Deborah went with him. Mm. And then, so they here they are, they are, you know, getting ready to prepare. And it's all in scripture. You can see what their battle is and who they're going up against. Mm-hmm. Um, but here Deborah says to Barak in verse 14, says, get ready. This is the, the day that the Lord will give you victory over Caesarea. So here they're going into battle mm-hmm. because 
basically they've been under impression. There's just been this whole cycle of like where they would sin, they would live in oppression, then there would be this great repentance and then deliverance and then there's peace. And so here they are in one of those kind of cycles Mm -hmm. and here Deborah is calling them in to battle to go. And so they can basically um, say, no, God of Israel is going to be the one that everyone worships. Mm -hmm. And so God has chosen Deborah to go on behalf of him mm-hmm. and to spread this word, which is so cool. That's so cool. Yeah. So the battle happens as yes. the Lord says. Yes. They do. They they kill all the enemy. Like they're rocking and rolling. Knocking them out. Except the leader, Sisera, gets away. Yes. Until he goes to the wrong tent. And he <laughs> enter JL. Mm-hmm. And JL went out to meet Sisera. This is in verse 17. I'm sorry, verse 18, and said to him, come to my tent, sir. Come in. Don't be afraid. So when he went to her tent and she covered him with a blanket. So he asked for some water because he was thirsty and she gave him some milk from a leather bag and covered him again. Uh, He said to stand at the door. And if anybody comes in and ask if I'm here, just say no, because clearly he's in hiding Mm -hmm. because he knows he's got a a bounty on his head at this point. said, uh, but when Cesar fell asleep from exhaustion, JL cr- uh, quietly crept up to him with a hammer and a tent peg in her hand. And then she drove the tent peg through his temple into the ground and he died. <laughs> I mean, beast of I mean, a woman. And a homegirl was just waiting on it. I mean, she knew from the second she saw him, you want some water? I bet what'll put you to sleep is a good Glass, jug of milk. Your, like, got it good and warm. Come on. Come on out of that leather bag. I mean, <laughs> she knew what was up from the second she saw him. She's like, oh, here we go. Uh-huh. You wonder, like, well, we're oh. getting Deborah's side of it, but I want to know what JL heard before. I'm like, like I'm panicking. I I've got like this fugitive on my, on my hands <laughs> and my tent. And I'm like, but what do I do? Yeah. And she's like, here's some milk and go to sleep because he's exhausted. Uh-huh. And business is handled. Jump into action. Yep. I mean, who could do this? This is the most graphic story we'll probably ever talk about <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah. But I mean, that's insane. Could you do that? The adrenaline? I don't no. know if I could. Mm-mm. I mean, I that's somebody like, who's been driving tent pegs her whole life. Yeah. Like yeah, to yeah. be able to, geez. I, I, that woman's handling some business there. Handled some business. Yes. And, and what's, and do, what's, do, do, do. And here comes my favorite. <laughs> Here's Barack, which is Deborah's sidekick, who's like, hey, I want to go into battle, but I'm not going along. Mm-hmm. And so Barack comes and he walks upon JL's tent and yeah. she's like, hey, come in. I got to show you something. <laughs> you have got to see this. <laughs> and then she shows that she has actually killed Cesra. And then they go on and there's this huge, you know, defeat. And then there's just great worship and victory. Yeah. Because exactly what the Lord told them would happen, happened. Mm-hmm. And what an incredible, I mean, that's a lot. Because it's already mentioned um, in verse 9, when Deborah goes back and says, hey, I'm going to go. But just so we're clear, you're not going to receive any honor in this. The The Lord's victory over Cesar will be at the hands of the woman, which mm-hmm. you automatically think that's going to be Deborah. Yeah. No. Nah. Yeah. It's another woman. And she is like, yes, girl power. Like, oh, it's so cool. Uh, Okay. So this is the story. This is a story that happened. And Danielle has a lot of geeked out history things that I'm sure she would love to talk to you about some other Mm -hmm. time. (laughs) 
<laughs> she did a deep. She's been spilling like cool little facts all morning. But okay, I do have to say one thing. <laughs> this is the only thing, but I have to say it because it's just hello. It's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so her name means honeybee. Deborah mm-hmm. does, which is just like I can see her being like sting like a bee. Like she's this human mouthpiece for God, mm-hmm. and she's doing it in this aspect. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. That is cool. Yeah. That is cool. Okay, so let's talk about, so here's what's going to be fun during these next few weeks is we're not comparing notes before we have this podcast. Which is a little bit like, it's a little nervous. We're a little vulnerable in that part of it. Yeah, Yeah. but I think it's going to be cool because you're going to see the perspectives of two people, what we pull out of these different stories of these women, what we see in their character, what we see in their personalities and how we can apply it to our lives and y'all's lives and all the things. So let's talk about what do we notice what are the things that stand out to you about Deborah? Oh my gosh. Well, one, the courage that she has. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love that she's obedient to hearing God and mm-hmm. there's no questions asked. Yeah. And she's crystal clear in what needs to happen. So I just see her as like this wise, bold, level headed. Yeah. That keeps her word and she just honors the Lord. I think she is a good testament of how God will speak to ones he knows are going to be faithful with what he says. Mm -hmm. You know, she trusted God to do. I mean, she went up to the commander of the army. Brock's not just her sidekick. He's like, he he runs the army. I I will say this is this helps because when you're reading the book of Judges, it's like, okay, are they a judge? And this is the place whenever they're saying judge is really like a commander in chief. So it's not like we're just in a courtroom setting. No, this is a battle. Yeah. And so that's what Barack is. It's like he's he's her side. Like when I say sidekick, they are going into battle together. And so she goes with him with this word from the Lord, knowing there's no like, let's just have a conference about this. And what do you think about like, it's mm-hmm. like, no, this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So you're going to go get up, Brock. This is the day. She was close to the Lord. She heard his direction. She trusted the Lord. She was faithful with what he said, like literally did it to the T. Yeah. Then what I love, too, is just to know the backstory or or to realize the story she you have to be wise and respected to be a judge at sure. all yeah. and for her to be a woman oh, exactly and a judge in that time period is mm-hmm. insane mm-hmm. it's the only woman judge you're going to find in the bible mm-hmm. i don't know if more existed in history in general but she's the only one we know about right back then it was not and it was real dark like if you read yeah. through judges it's oh, a yeah, very yeah. dark very dark time. story to go through and mm-hmm. just get into so the fact that it is a female yeah i mean that really does have says so much it was huge about her specifically and then something else i love about her is just that she was a worshiper Instead mm. of following up with like patting herself on the back, see, mm-hmm. I told you, ha ha ha, mm-hmm. like because I told you what God said, we now want like because she didn't do any of that. She follows it up with a song, yeah, and it's just like praising God for doing what He said He was going to do. And the whole song ends with, "Lord, may all your enemies die like Sisera, but may those who love you rise like the sun in all of its power." Mm-hmm. And because of her faithfulness, there was peace and land for forty years. Forty years, just to put it in some sort of context the judge before deborah got one verse ehud (laughs) he killed 600 philistines with an ox goat okay deborah is taking up some territory in in judges chapter four but then the whole chapter five of when she does return to worship yeah and basically retells everything that's happening like she's remembering what the lord has done yeah i just thought that that was really interesting to to see like this worship aspect of yeah of her heart yes 
And a lot of what I really took note of about Deborah, because you see more of her character, you're going to see more of anybody's character when they sing mm-hmm. or when they write or when it, you know, something comes out of them. Mm-hmm. And um, so some of the things I noticed about her are in the song. We're not going to read the whole song because it's all of chapter five and it right. gets long. Right. And most of it is a recount of the battle and of the things. But chapter five starts, I will make melody to the Lord, the God of Israel. So this whole song is just praise to him of what he's done. But then I went first. I want to point out just the major prop she gives her girl jail in here. Mm-hmm. It's not, again, it has nothing to do with, I did this. and that. But she says in verse six, in the days of jail. So she has marked history now mm-hmm. by what this girl has done. That's right. Because the victory came by her hand. That's right. What? I know. And just to hear like, okay, let's think about it and just where we are right now. Because of her being on like her vision was for the Lord. It was mm-hmm. the greater purpose. Yeah. She had no problem. No problem. In giving any sort of um, responsibility mm-hmm. or credit or just even like you said, marketing, marking yeah. in history. Yeah. Like that to me, it's it take because you're putting yourself aside. Yeah. And it's not about you. Well, because even when you think about it lined up with the prophetic gift, that has a lot to do with discernment and mm-hmm. gut feelings mm-hmm. and things. So she knew mm-hmm. it wasn't going to be her. When mm-hmm. she pro- prophesied that it was going to come by the hand of a woman, she knew in that moment. Mm-hmm. And there was no bit of her trying to take over or find him first or anything. She just already knew. Right. And in her song, then it comes to verse 24, most blessed of women be jail mm-hmm. of all the tent women, tent dwelling women, most blessed. And like to, to spend this time like really... Thank you for springing in action. You knew what to do. And God put you in this place for this reason. And you didn't ignore it. Mm-hmm. Like Cicero, the enemy went into jail's tent because he had peace with their family or whatever. So he thinks he's getting hidden. And she could have just like sat by the wayside and let him sit there. But she sprung into action. And God put all that into motion. Like and Deborah knew it ahead of time yeah. and was not trying to jump in for credit. Like yeah. it's just cool. Like that's what we talk about in she all the time. Women supporting women. That's right. Your victory is my victory. Yes. Like that was my greatest takeaway. Yes. Specifically because we are always going to think through that lens. Yeah. But how it is this, hey, this is an incredible victory for the Lord. Yeah. And yeah. they are there supporting each other in that. You know, there had to be some girl talk about what actually took place. Oh, can you imagine what happened after? Oh, girl. Because listen, <laughs> listen, this is like if you're reading in chapter five, verse 25, uh, there's like this whole breakdown again of what's happened. I mean, imagine yeah. how many times Joel yeah. has told this story. <laughs> and yep. they're just talking about it and says, Sisera asked for a water and she gave him milk and a bill fit for nobles. She brought him yogurt. Then left uh, and in her left hand she reached oh good lord reached for the tent peg and with her right hand a workman's hammer and she struck Cesar's hand uh, crushing his head like she's just retelling it over and over it's like he sank and fell he laid at her feet where he sank and there he died (laughs) (laughs) my version said where he fell dash dead (laughs) dead how many times did they talk about it but like remember that time yes (laughs) yeah it's just so cool Oh, I love it. Just supporting each other. But one other thing that really stood out to me, that's like the most hype thing that stands out to me, like the most exciting, the most that's our vision for she, the most all of that thing. Mm. But literally in the other hand, like if you're to hold like a sword and a heart, like, I don't know, this to me would be the heart part of it that Mm. I think is beautiful is that so Deborah was the only female judge. She was respected in her whatever. She was like a 
warrior princess and yeah. she was all these things. But in her song, in verse seven, it says that all these things were, were bad. All these things were, the villagers ceased in Israel. They ceased to be until I arose. I, Deborah, arose as a mother in Israel. And what I love about that is that she didn't put the title warrior on herself. She didn't put herself as a boss, as a rescuer. She didn't say, because these men weren't doing anything, I stepped up and fixed it. She didn't say, I am the new leader of leaders. And she rose up as a mother. Mm. And a mother is going to be compassionate. She wants the best for her people. Like Mm -hmm. she wants them to be rescued. She cares for the people. She wants to see them delivered. She wants to see the victory go to whoever, like the way God has it planned, right? Right, Not just her own. Like there's a lot to be said about saying I've rose up as a mother. And I think it points so much to just the way God has designed men and women to work together. Mm -hmm. Even down to when um, Barack asked her to come and says, so Deborah went with him. It doesn't say, so Deborah took over and led the troops. It says, so Deborah went with him. Mm-hmm. It's just so important to me. Like, it's such a heartstring of she to for women to be awoken and to realize their calling, but to realize that we are to do this together with men. Right. You know, the feminist movement started out with a great idea, mm. and then so many have taken it way too far because we're not to beat down men. We're not to take over men, but to do it together. We're sure. partners in crime here, right. and you complete each other. And so I think that's a beautiful picture of what this is, is that, you know, she rose up to do it the way God called her to do it. And had the heart of a mother, which is what we're called to, you know, that doesn't mean you're soft. That doesn't mean you sit by and knit while you send the troops that's off right. to battle. That's you're right. freaking fierce. Can you that's think right. of a mama bear? Like, yeah, that's just beautiful to me. Yeah. They both make me equally excited. <laughs> so what um, is your like takeaway? Like, how can you apply anything that Deborah or even JL, like what's your takeaway on this? Honestly, I think I think one of my biggest takeaways comes from Judges 5.12. It says, awake, awake, Deborah, awake and break out in song. And when you think about her being called to be awoken, Mm. this was a busy girl. Mm -hmm. I mean, she was sitting under a tree all the time judging Israel. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't like, hey, stop being lazy, stop resting, stop waiting on your purpose. Mm -hmm. She's already walking in Mm -hmm. purpose. But there was still another level to be found. Mm -hmm. And so I think to me that that is what struck my heart Mm -hmm. was like, look, you might already be walking in your purpose, but God's saying, wake up. We've got something new coming. And the girls around you need you. The men around you need you. And for this whole picture to play out the way I've got it, Mm -hmm. you're going to have to wake up and come and see the higher calling, the higher calling, because you're doing good now. You're doing great. But there's something else. There's something else. There's something else. That's awesome. What about you? Well, I was just thinking as far as like the whole context of judges and why like it would even matter to have a judge. Mm. And it's because that they had lost the character of God along the way. And here's Deborah who fights for it. And Mm -hmm. I think where it's really easy to look around and just see it everywhere you go, honestly, Mm -hmm. it's so easy for us to lose the character of God if we're not looking for it. Yeah. And we have to fight for it just like Deborah did and stay true to it. And and I'm not talking like fight, like just for our own, but Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm saying like we have a responsibility where we sit with the influence that we have to speak up, to speak truth in love, 
but also so people don't forget God's character. Yeah. And that is because, I mean, let's be honest, like it's always a cycle. Mm -hmm. Even whenever I say that, I'm like, yes, that's still happening today. Yes. (laughs) Uh, But that also he chose and he appointed an unlikely leader. Yeah. In that time, like Mm -hmm. we've said it a million times, there's, you know, it's not common. You don't see a woman mentioned. And so when you do as a female, you kind of lean in a little bit. And so I think, you know, just for, I'll get my head. I'm like, should I speak up? Should I, you know, all different things because there's discernment and you want to do it right. But like that encouragement to know like, yes, because you're looking for to and fighting for the character of God. Oh, that's really good. I love that. I hope you guys have really been able to draw some great principles through just this is our you can see our two perspectives being different and meshing all at the same time yeah but it's because it's god's word is just alive and it speaks and so what we're hoping to do through these stories is make your heart come alive like if you if your heart beats just a little bit faster reading about these women Mm -hmm. or hearing us talk about thinking deeper into just the words you read like Mm -hmm. our desire and heart would be for you to read the word of god and get excited about it. Yeah. Like think, yeah. okay, well, that's the story. But what is all this? What 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 did Deborah maybe feel mm-hmm. like on a day? What did she? What is? How did she get to be here? How did she? Mm-hmm. There's a lot you can realize about a person if you think deeper into the story. And so this one, this is a fire up story to me. I know. I'm I'm like looking over all my notes. I'm like, don't trail, don't trail, because there's yeah, just so much. There's so, so much. I'm just encouraging you to dig in because yeah. there are so many. I mean, we had to skip over so much of the reading because you don't want to listen to yeah. us read read scripture on a podcast for 40 minutes, but yeah, just dig in and, and allow for the Lord to show you like who he is in this. Yeah. Thanks for listening today. We hope you feel encouraged and stronger in your faith because of these conversations. We love our community of women and would love to see it grow. Can you do us a favor and share the podcast with one friend today that you know would love it? And if you're feeling a little extra sparkle today, give us a quick rating and review. Have a great rest of your day. And until next time, keep keep growing. growing.